I saw that you're um, a part of like Season of a Mist, and yeah, how has like you being at work there brought like a whole new perspective on your current music taste? Oh, so me working, that's funny you ask that because that's a really good question because I've always been like Mr. Technical Death Metal and Brutal Death Metal and then like Grunge. And when I started working there, and it's so funny you ask that, it's a really good question, is uh, I've never been into much like blackened death metal. Mm-hmm. And I got into like uh, Karak Angren and uh, Nero De Marte. Um, Blue Os Nord, just because like we sell some of these records there, if yeah. they're not on the label. So like some of the other guys in the office will listen to these bands, and like I'm like, whoa, who's this? And they tell me, I'm like, I probably would have never checked this out. Exactly <laughs> Ever, in a million yeah. years. I uh, I think it's the coolest thing that you work. I, it's very hard to make it in the music business and to see somebody like that owns their own studio or like works with a label. It's very cool to talk to. Oh, it's my dream job. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Like I was going to ask you, does it feel like a job? You know? Oh, definitely at times still. I was just telling somebody yesterday, there's times where I'm like, dude, like I can't wait to go to work. I love it. Like right now I miss being at work. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, you know, for the most part, you know, there's definitely days where you go in and you leave. Cause like, I don't, I do a lot of mail order stuff there. Mm Mm-hmm. And then any like suggestions I can bring up to my boss and all that stuff, you know, I, I make to him about any like signings and stuff like that. But, um, for the most part, I work in the mail room. So it's still like, all right, I gotta go carry these boxes and mail them all day and stuff like that. Yep. You know, some people imagine it's like mirrors and, you know, sky rise. And I'm like, it's far from that. <laughs> yeah. So do you, um, I've always been curious about this. Do you need to sign a record deal to be promoted on Season of a Mist? Uh, see, I don't know, but I would imagine more than likely yes. <laughs> gotcha. For that, for that, like I would imagine, because I don't really see them posting stuff, uh, content from other labels and stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they got enough yeah. of their own bands to imagine. I mean, don't quote me on that. You know what I mean? Because I don't run the social media and all that stuff. But I don't really see them pushing anything that's not on the label. Which is fine. I would expect that. (laughs) So not that them dudes don't support other bands. I would never say that. Like them, them people over there good. A lot of shows, regardless if their bands are playing or not. A good show is a good show. (laughs) So what's your favorite band on the label right now? Oh, right now on that label, it's hard. It's probably a toss up between man, uh, Archspire and uh. Karak Angren probably. Oh yeah. I've uh <laughs> I've seen Karak Angren live, but I haven't seen um Artspire. Artspire. So I've seen yeah. Artspire three or four times, I think. I've never seen I dude, I the second I discovered him, I was like, I gotta see this live. <laughs> yeah, no, he's crazy. I, I don't understand how they do it live and, and be tight. Yeah, I wanna see them really bad. But they're probably my two favorite bands. There's a lot of other cool shit on there that I like a lot, but them two bands are probably my favorite. Yeah. I actually saw you guys at your latest show, your tour with Volvidinia and Scumfuck in Rochester. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, it was that little corner joint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That was a good show. That was definitely that place does not like pack people like that night did. It was crazy. And that's a pretty big room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty big and like I did not expect that. It's usually like, you know, 3 3 layers of people, maybe like 100 max, but that tour did really good, man. That was one of the best tours I've ever did. <laughs> yeah, I actually talked to Chris, I think last week from Volvidinia. Super cool. Chris, dude. guitar player or bassist? Uh, he was he was a bassist, but now he plays guitar. Okay, so that was Chris Anopoulos that you were talking yes. to. I manage yeah. them. That's why I asked. <laughs> yeah, he's super smart. Them dudes are like legit, like really good people. Yeah, I could just tell, like, during the conversation, like, he, he, like, gave a fuck what I was saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're definitely appreciative of stuff, and they care, so it's sick. <laughs> so what's your favorite artificial brain song? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> fuck, that's a good question. Um, oh, it's off the demo. Uh, how big of an artificial brain fan are you? Do you know this? Well, it depends. With the, the songs on the demos. <sighs> yeah, one second. I'll I'll bring up a few. Yeah. Oh, I can't think of the name of it right now. We got floating in delirium. Um, Estrange in orbit. Well, from orbit, that's a good one. Static shattering. Uh, anything off of the uh, infrared horizon album is fucking killer. Yeah. Uh, I I think it's the second song off the demo. I think. That but yeah, is, I love it. Dude, they haven't done anything bad. Yeah, Synthesize uh, Instinct. Great song. Oh, the whole that band has done no wrong. Yeah, dude, their shit is fucking insane. Like, I, as a guitar player myself, I, I like, inspire to make that sound. I, I wish. Dude, damn it. Dude, you, cool flex. So uh, one time I got to book a really cool show with Artificial Brain. Mm-hmm. I had the Ulcerate tour come through where it was Ulcerate, Zrine, and Phobocosm. Gotcha. And I had all, uh, and I had Artificial Brain open the show. I, so that is like one band I've, lineup. I've never seen them. I was going to go to St. Vitus when they came a few months ago. I'm from, I'm from Rochester, so that'd be a far drive, but... I was so tempted. If you get the chance, it's worth it. <laughs> I, oh, my God. So good. But, no, Will's cool to talk to as well. Super cool. Uh, he's he's one of my good friends, man. I love that dude. Like me, I just talked to him a day or two ago. He's, like, amazing, man. He's, like, really good. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, no, we had such a fucking good time talking that on the 5th of next month, I'm going to be on his fucking podcast. We're talking again. Uh, Dude, I promise you, you're going to love it. Yeah. He's so smart and he takes it super serious. And when he had me on there, I was like, wow, like, dude, he's one of my best friends. And and like, I could have talked about anything. And he went in there and he just had so many questions lined up and he like knows his stuff. So like, you know, anytime we were even goofing a little, we would get back on track. And I was like, wow, this is like, this is really impressive. You know, yeah. I, I, I hope he can go, go get a billion followers for that stuff. Right. He's really good, man. And he's funny. So I, I think oh, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to be like, wow. Freaking hilarious. Um, he had me cracking um, up yeah. like, I don't know, every fucking five minutes. 
but oh yo 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 you know what I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can hear him so funniest memories playing with catalytic capitation oh man I don't know if I've got like funny ones it's just every time that we've played with them it's just been either just every show is awesome but it's always just been under the most bizarre circumstances we ended up getting to play with them in a way yeah um it's crazy like it's never like no we had one two of the shows we had was when we're last minute mm-hmm. and and i forgot no we played one show it was, it was with artificial brain revocation Holy full of hell shit. What yeah, the and fuck? cattle decap headlined. So that's a good show. That was, but that was yeah, and we knew about that show for like a while. So that was like one show. But yeah, there was two shows we had to happen like maybe three days notice. <laughs> Do you think uh, Full of Hell is going to be a thing? Like they're they're getting a lot of respect now, but do you think they're going to be like on the top soon? Uh, definitely, they are. Like I think that they're like doing really good for themselves and i think that they're going to be like the next like yeah big I t- grind band hey, i do i've never seen noise them whatever you want to call them but, but um yeah. I, you know they picked up and they're hard workers you know we're friends with them dudes they're like really fucking just chill to be around and uh you know them dudes you know they've had some bad shit happen to them and they're just like fuck it we're gonna keep going like i don't blame them i respect yeah. them for it yeah, that now that band's fucking awesome. I think the coolest thing. I mean, I've I haven't seen that band either, but um, watching their live shows on YouTube like is straight chaos, <laughs> nuts. But yeah, they're fucking them dudes. Yeah, I definitely think that they're going to be like they have the potential to be up there with like you know any of the other bigger grind bands for sure. So. With multiple member changes, where do you think um, Cognitive stands now? Uh, I think that we're the most mature we've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, we're definitely the busiest we've ever been, and, and definitely, like, I see us taking it more, like, and we always took it seriously, but I think it's just, like, within, you know, all confines of being an adult at our age, you know, we're still like, okay, we can do stuff with this, and we're lucky to be able to do it, you know? Right. I would, you know, I hate the lineup change shit. I, you know, I'm the first to say like, I hate that we've had to ever either part ways with somebody or someone quit or whatever it may be, you know, but, yeah. uh, it sucks. But, uh, you know, so mo- a lot of it was, you know, most of the people that left was just cause like we tour so much. <laughs> yeah. So how, um, well, who were like the founding members of the band? So I started it with, our first drummer, Mike, um, and our guitar player. And like, we started ha- and our old guitar player, Jake, and we like, we were looking for a vocalist for like a long time before yeah. we like really start, started getting it going. And then, you know, we're on singer three now. <laughs> Holy shit. You better keep them. No, dude. You know, like I said, it's the biggest, hardest part about it all. And anyone that's like at a band our level that tours a lot tells you it's hard because some people either just don't like it because yeah. it's, it's definitely hard <laughs> or they can't afford it because, and you know, it depends on where you're at when you're in the band and we're far from, you know, cannibal corpse or anything like that. 
Yeah. So, you know, especially when we were first starting out and we're like driving to Wisconsin for 50 bucks. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It starts getting hard for people to justify doing it, you know? I watched uh, that, what the hell was it called? Boss Invaders? That was a fucking hilarious Oh, yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. When the, we worm, wormhole. the wormhole one? <laughs> yeah. So, you guys have like a pretty... Um, set up van like did you build that or like who came well, that up with that van idea? with wormholes that was wormholes van on the bus so it was tour. actually wormholes van yeah, yeah it was there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god yeah that was there that's why at the very end they run up they're like dude what are you guys doing with our van <laughs> yeah the the whole thing was as funny as hell but. yeah yeah that's their van um we had a tour bus like a uh, mini school bus. Right. And that was pimped out. It was awesome. We had bunk beds in there and all that shit. And we just kept having like problems with it for as much as we were using it. And we needed more room. Mm-hmm. So um, we fixed it up one last time and sold it to a buddy of ours. It's not like it's like terrible, but like when we're driving all around the country and he was like, oh, dude, yeah. we just need something. You know what I mean? Like he was like, I just need something to, do a weekend tour for or something. I was like, for that, it's fine. But like when we're driving from here to California and back, you know, two or three times a year, it's, it's, you know, it's going to take a toll. It might, it might need some new brakes. And Uh, and we, we, so what are three necessities that you, uh, mm -hmm. always need on tour? Um, no matter what I have to shower. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, with that being said, we either stay at friends' houses or we stay at, like, the Loves or the Flying J's and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we just wake up and just, you know, get a shower at the rest stops. But, yeah, I'm a big fan of staying clean because, A, that keeps you from getting sick. Mm-hmm. And you just don't want to smell. It's good for your, like, morale and everyone being like, wow, I'm clean. I'm not dirty. <laughs> yeah. Now... So that, uh, lucky, we get lucky if we find a clean bathroom. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> bathroom. And, uh, yeah, totally, totally. How about, then, uh, how about food? Do you guys, uh. We, we bring a grill with us. Uh, we got a George Foreman grill and we usually have like a charcoal grill. Yep. And, uh, we usually have a microwave. Oh, shoot. How, so, how do you power that microwave up? With a uh, a power inverter that goes to the battery. Oh, gotcha. Wow. And I, uh, I did not think it, that would have enough power to freaking do a microwave. Yeah, yeah. So th- we do that. Um, you know, we try, you know, well, I got high blood pressure now, so yeah. I've got to watch eating salty shit and just be like, yeah, let's go to Taco Bell every night. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the other guys can eat however the fuck they want. But we've always done pretty damn well at being like, Hey guys, uh, do you guys want like real food? And it was, you know, it's usually cheaper to buy, you know, burgers to throw on a grill and stuff than it is to buy five people an actual meal over there. <laughs> yeah. But still sure. eat better. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I've always been curious about that with bands. Like they're always like, ah, we'll just go to fucking KFC or McDonald's or something like. Yeah. And, and if it's, you know, you spend, let's just say it's 10 or 12 bucks a person to feed them. Yeah, you know, and that's like 50, 60 bucks. And then you're like, okay, I could have fed everyone if we would have went to 
Walmart or, you know, whatever grocery store and just bought some stuff. Yeah. And get better food. Yeah. You feel better, you know, usually you come home with a little bit more money that way. I mean, I'm not saying we don't definitely get pizza and shit like that sometimes. Gotcha. So I, I feel like I'm going to know this answer now, but if you couldn't perform technical death metal, what genre would you play guitar in for like a band? Other than grunge. Oh my God. Yeah, I was going to say probably like some kind of band like that, but oh man, I don't know. Probably maybe like thrash metal or something. Or hard. I mean, you know what? No, no, no. I'm lying. I'd probably do hardcore. Yeah. Like what? what yeah, style I would probably of do hardcore. hardcore. Uh, it would probably be more leaning on the death metal ish side, kind of like Jesus piece. Mm hmm. Or like yeah, a yeah. hate breed or like something like that. Um, although, like, my favorite hardcore band ever probably is that band Incendiary. Gotcha. Hell but uh, it would probably be hardcore. <laughs> so, what's the biggest highlight in Cognitive's career and or letdown? Um, it was either going to Europe and playing Death Feast mm -hmm. and playing Iceland and all like we did on the way back. That was really cool. Maryland Death Fest was really big. <laughs> Sweet. I've never been to that. That is like a bucket list thing for me to do. Yeah, that was a big one. Um, Mayhem Fest. We got offered to play the Jersey Day to Mayhem Fest. And that was like packed. They, they were like three things. Getting signed was really cool. Yeah. <sighs> it was a lot. It was a lot. I do appreciate everything we get. So I'm thinking about it right now. I'm like, damn, there's a lot of cool shit. <laughs> right. So now letdowns, do you think this coronavirus probably um, Yeah, it's brutal. I mean, you know, parting ways with members have been always hard because, you are you know, we've always been friends with everyone. Yeah. You know, it's never been like something cool, but uh, as, as I don't think anyone's ever, you know, this has been crazy. This has been utter craziness with the, the virus. Like we canceled three tours, two that weren't announced. Yep. Yeah, I noticed that. <sighs> I mean, we canceled sucks. the headliner. Yeah, and, uh, and, and I, you know, we have bought merch for the tours and all, like a lot of bands did. But that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't even want to complain about our shit because, like, dude, there's bands out there that, like, that is their livelihood mm -hmm. and they can't tour. And they bought merch for these tours and they're either sitting on it or already paid for it and they're like, damn, I could have used that money right now. 